Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of the Passport Podcast, where we are doing our first Nordic country and second female guest of the show, straight from Norway. Shruti, thanks very much for joining us. Over to you for a quick introduction. Tell us all about Norway, tell us about who you are, and um, thanks very much for joining us at Passport Podcast. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, first of all, uh, never done this before, so so super exciting. You know, someone asked me to ramble about my life. I am all, <laughs> I am game. Um, yeah, my name is my name's Shruti. I um, am uh, from Norway. I um, was born in India, uh, in Calcutta. So Indian parents, uh, Indian roots, most of my family is actually still there. Um, from India, we moved... I mean, I was about what three months, six months um, when we moved to Singapore. That's where both my parents worked at the time, um, nice. and lived there for about um, I think two, two and a half, three years, and then uh, moved down to Norway for the first time. Um, stayed there for a couple of years, moved back to Singapore all because <laughs> of because of my parents' wow. work, um, and then did another two years there. Came back to Norway. I was I was about eight. Started third grade and you were like, um, done, done out here, man. I've got all the air miles in the world now. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. Um, um, no, and then like actually managed to stay put um, until I finished high school, um, which was wow. which was nice. So that's why I feel like I sort of grew up for the most part in Norway. Um, uh, speak Norwegian, Norwegian citizen, all of that. So I really feel like I'm I'm from there. Um, and then um, yeah, once I hit eighteen. Um, left the country, um, kind of never looked back. I went to the University of Nottingham, mm -hmm. um, did my bachelor's there. Um, I then uh, took a year out and then applied for master's programs and I moved to Stockholm, which is Stockholm School yeah. of University. I did a, did a double master's there, so two years. Um, and then um, moved to London with work. So been here, what, this is my mm -hmm. third year now? I think. Yeah, yeah just been, be, here, yeah. been here since. Nice. Wow, Incredible. that's mad. What an introduction. So born in Calcutta, moved to yeah. Singapore, moved to Norway, back to Singapore, back mm -hmm. to Norway, mm -hmm. and then to London. No, then to, then to, yeah, then to London, then to Stockholm, then back to London. Yeah, to, well, to Knott's directly. Nottingham first, to, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mad, mad, mad. What a, what yeah, a introduction. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think one episode is enough to be honest to cover all that, but we'll try. <laughs> um, nice. No, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and um, and yeah, that, that's a brilliant intro. Thank you. Um, before we before we get um, before we dig deeper, um, we on the show play um, two truths, one lie um, right at the start, and then <coughs> you can reveal the answer at the end. Um, so if you could please share your three three random statements, two of which are okay. true, one of which is the lie, we'll guess mm -hmm. and, uh, and we'll take from there. Awesome. Um, okay, so number one, um, I have been um, in international schools uh, all of my life. That's my first okay. one. Um, number two, you know, I've, I've been blessed to travel to many different places, um, especially living in Europe. Um, we have so much access to obviously like the rest of Europe very easily, but somehow never made it to Spain. Um, Spain, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, um, 
And then um, finally, I have never missed a flight in my life. Okay. That's a good one. The second statement's pretty pretty out there. Okay, interesting. I think I think the second statement personally. I reckon that's a lie. You think she's been to Spain? Yeah, I reckon she's been to Spain. I mean, if you've been to Sweden, you then manage somehow Calcutta to Sweden to Norway back to back to <laughs> you know Sweden back to back to Singapore and then and then not. I reckon you must have you must have gone to Spain. So I reckon. Can you imagine if I've just been to those three countries: India, <laughs> Singapore, and Norway my entire life? This would be a really yeah, boring. You find out that I've lived a very boring life. Yeah. You thought that introduction, everyone's like, wow, that's mad. You're like, yeah, but it's, I've only ever been to those three places. It ends there, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the last one is true. I think, uh, sorry, false. So um, I think, in and amongst all that travel, you must have missed one flight, at least one. Um, I have. So, I have. I definitely yeah, have. I, I, yeah, I think, I think that is that's a stretch. But if it's true, that's like, incredibly impressive as well so yeah yeah. um, yeah, I'm gonna go there so um, cool nice well um, well we'll find out in uh, at the end of the show Um, but in terms of uh, in terms of that introduction um, what was it like yeah just tell us a bit more if you don't mind about um, your memories of living in in Calcutta around your six months but um, but Singapore and, and Asia before you moved over to Europe yeah, I mean, I, I always look back at like Singapore and just the entirety of sort of East Asia, Southeast Asia, very fondly, just because you know, I don't, I wouldn't say I necessarily like grew up there, but like, you mm. know, I spent a couple of my core years there. And I actually, yeah. even though I was so young, I like, I remember so much of it. Um, I remember school, I remember where I lived, I remember like the like the metro lines, um, the food, <laughs> impeccable man. food, like unreal. Uh, um, and yeah, just also the weather, unbeatable compared to anywhere else I have been or lived, right? Um, and um, we, you know, we were also very lucky, you know, both of my parents sort of worked um, mostly in like the oil and gas business um hence why you know they came to norway afterwards um Mm. but um we you know we lived a very like we lived the city life which was which was interesting and that's such a contrast to sort of moving to um you know not oslo but stavanger which like is the fourth largest city in (laughs) in norway and um um you know, still feels like a little town village to me. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, everyone knows everyone there. You know, we've got a couple of schools. We know what all the schools are. Um, oh, wow. it's, um, yeah, it's very like sort of white picket fence kind of vibes. Um, um, it used to be like a, Norway used to be a, a fisherman's town until we sort of uh, struck oil, so to speak. Um, um, or Savanger in particular used to be a fisherman's town. So, um uh, yeah, you know, it's very, very small um, compared to Singapore, which is like the big city life. Um, yeah. And I think like, I, like another thing that I 
remember a lot was just the opportunities to travel across Southeast Asia. So yeah. um, I think yeah. um, um, my parents love traveling. I think that's where I get it from. I, you know, was very, very obviously lucky and, and, and privileged to have a lot of access to that. So hmm. um, I think we went to Thailand like three times. Uh, <laughs> we went to Indonesia a couple times. You know, it was, you know, we were all over the place because Singapore's the hub. Um, yeah. yeah. And obviously, we'd go back and visit the motherland many, many times because it was so <laughs> close to us. So, um, yeah, did did a lot of that. That's sort of what I really take from Singapore. And and I always, I haven't like like a. I'm really craving going back. Um, and I and I go maybe every couple years. But I mean, now it's 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 quite far, and like it takes a lot of planning. With COVID, they're probably. I mean, they were insane. Three weeks quarantine. Yeah, I, yeah. Singapore and Hong Kong were, were very strict. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks. Wow. I mean, I don't know what the situation is currently, but I remember when I was looking, and I, I one of my best friends is from Singapore, so she went back home. It was like she had to take six weeks abroad. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. I know that they're a very, very clean state, right? Like you know, no chewing on the floor. Like you know, they they find you, yeah. and and uh, which is quite quite cool actually. I quite like that. And um, I've never been myself, never been fortunate enough to go, but it's, de- it's definitely up there on the list. Um, like, you know, the, I think it's the, is it the Marina Bay Sands Hotel where it's on mm-hmm, like the, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen that in all, all pictures and documentaries that I've seen in Singapore. Um, but yeah, it's definitely somewhere that's, that's up there. Like, it looks like a really cool place. And it's, it's such a, like, microcosm of cultures, right? Because you've got Asian influence. You've got, you know, like you said, you're so close to Thai, Indonesia, um, and it's such a it's such a cosmopolitan commercial city, um, you know. So you know, many companies will have will have kind of setups over there as yeah. well. Yeah. So big expat kind of um, influence out there too. That must be yeah. quite cool. No, it was it was honestly it was sick, and I think like um, what I think is very unique about Singapore, like obviously tiny tiny city, but a so many people and and so many mm. people with different cultural backgrounds. So you'll have yeah. like. Um, you know, you have just about, you know, people from just about everywhere across India, you have, you know, just a bunch of different ethnicities, expats included, and, and sort of working symbiotically, it's it's sick. Um, right. And they have a very unique Singaporean culture that's sort of come out of that as well. Um, and, you see, and, you know, we see it across, like, like I see it in, in my friends that are from there as well. Um, yeah, definitely very unique. Mm, fair. Uh, I had a question actually when you were talking about oil and gas stuff have you ever mm. in your travels or your parents travels um, gone to Scotland because Aberdeen Edinburgh they're, they're big mm-hmm. for like oil mm-hmm. and, and you know kind of attracting a lot of oil companies out there too right yeah um, my dad's definitely been a couple times and um I know, you know, where he currently works, he definitely has like a, there's a branch in, in Scotland that he works with constantly. So um mm. yeah, for sure. I've been I went when I was like what four, five? Um, it's far less exotic about Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> or Norway to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like a lot of Scotland also looks like Norway. I've I've had like, you know, not as much motivation to go back, but I should because it's <laughs> stunning. Um, but um, yeah, not not since yeah the the early days. So I don't remember mm. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. My parents went to um, 
they went on a cruise in Norway to the Norwegian fjords. And like they went through yeah. like, you know, um like icebergs and, and cliffs and, and they were saying, you know, it like it's stunning. It's it's something like dreary at the spot. Like the level of like natural beauty and like scenery is just like you know, something else. And and like I say that whilst I'm looking out like, you know, dreary London, like overcast clouds and <laughs> rain. But um yeah, Norway's definitely up populated. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, right? Like yeah, honestly, mum and dad was saying like when they went out there, like the even like the 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 iceberg that they were like like going past like you know you can literally like pick it off and like you know it will dissolve in your in your hand and melt in your hand and literally like the water's so blue like deep deep blue yeah. and I was like wow that's cool that was very cool very yeah you're right in a very aesthetic place wherever you go um, yeah it's insane it's it's hard to beat uh, maybe I'm being being like you know a little little biased Bias. here, but like it it is. <laughs> It is, um, yeah, wherever you go in, in Norway, there's something there. Um, mm. Like I grew up uh, in um, Stavanger, like I mentioned, and um, just so that's like the West Coast, like the Southwest Coast. Um, and around there, I don't know if you've seen like, um, you know, the it's called the Pulpit Rock. Um, the There's like this, the basically rock. this like cliff that is kind of blown up in social media and like uh, well, i guess not no, no one's heard of it but i um, uh, i just but if you take a you know if, you've probably seen it you've probably yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, um, um so that's one of like our like big i guess like sort of landmarks oh my god pulpit rock yeah. check it out guys pulpit rock that looks wicked yeah, so that's sort of like I think an hour, hour and a half drive from me, and oh, wow. um, yeah, there's not a single person, at least from like you know Stavanger area, that hasn't done that pearl pulpit rock hike. It's like two hours up, an hour and a half down. It's um, happens to be one of our milder ones, like like very like doable <laughs> hike. Um, yeah, literally, but... as you said, uh, when I typed it in. <laughs> Yes, by Pulpit Rock, Norway. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the few, few and far between, surely. I still remember, like, being, before I'd gone, I saw a newspaper article where someone, like, um, someone was, like, barbecuing or they had, like, hot dogs. Um, and someone threw um, threw a hot dog off the cliff just because, like, they fell on the phone they weren't going to eat it. And then a dog jumped to get it. I can't no. even like, yeah, yeah, and like oh my that, God. that. I mean, the thing about Norway is like we have we have laws to protect sort of man-made anything around our nature. So like, yeah. obviously, where it's really dangerous, they'll put like like maybe like a little chain for you to hold on to, <laughs> right? Keep it minimalist uh, as we do, but like yeah, yeah, we try and we try and leave our nature like as much as possible. Um, I like that. Obviously, that was an unfortunate incident, but um, uh, you know, usually um, it's it's something that like all of us culturally we really abide by as well, which I think mm. is is um, really nice. Um, yeah. yeah, good appreciation for for nature because yeah. Well, I uh, guess it's, it's somewhat easier in inverted commas if you're a slightly smaller population, right? Um, yeah. and, and also like. I mean, I just looked it up now because I wasn't aware, but the population of Norway and Singapore are both around 5.5 million. So, yeah. um, oh, wow. and you're saying Stavanger is like the fourth biggest, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah. What would you I, say, um, 
I think it's like, like, you know, relative to say like London uh, or like UK, would you say it's like a, a Devon type city where like you're know, kind of coastal, chill? Would you say it's yeah. like, you know, Manchester? If Oslo were to be London in this parallel? I think that would be the closest parallel. That's the city that feels like a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like it's very sort of um, it's beautiful. I I absolutely love um, Oslo. I think um, I think Oslo, Stockholm, Copenhagen have a lot of similarities if you visit because of you know even like the architecture, the way that like our our you know our streets, our our houses, like the residential areas, um, the the actual town centers. I think there are a lot of similarities there. So it's very like your your typical Scandinavian city. Yeah. Um, mm. And then I think like everything else around it, like Trondheim, Bergen, Stavanger, they're sort of our bigger cities after Oslo. And um, I would say those are very, there's something very Norwegian about um, those cities in, really? once again, like like the, the setup, they tend to be around um, like keys or like docks. So that's sort of how the city's built up, essentially. Um, around so, so around, like, yeah, so you'll have, like, the center is where, like, the huge port is. Okay, um, yeah. Um, and then, um, or huge, it's, uh, you know, uh, yeah. relative. It's but, all relative. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but be, mainly because those, those, um, those locations, you know, way back in the day used to be... Um, good like spots for like um fishing and shipping and, and that yeah, used to be cool. a lot of our industry before before oil um so the the cities are sort of um built around those ports and then yeah. like um yeah go you know going forward and then built built out a little bit as you know the population's it's increased um probably at but, the beginning of, of mm -hmm. um you know a few decades or or even more ago like that was the center of business that was the center of being able to live and all that kind of stuff mm. and so that must have become the hub from which then the city began right which is common across many yeah. other countries across the world i'm sure yeah i mean I, I mean years ago years ago like um um i think uh bergen i don't want to butcher the facts on a recorded podcast but um <laughs> you know uh, my dad my dad lives in bergen my mom lives in stavanger so i, I get to travel to bergen a lot um beautiful probably one of the most stunning cities um really? in, okay. in norway um they have like a unesco world heritage site which was basically like wow. the like a preservation of like the fishing docks essentially um yeah. and this right. has been a system in place for for years like i couldn't even tell you um all the facts are in the unesco world heritage site <laughs> but um um now that's sort of transformed into like you know that's sh like a shopping area etc but they've sort of kept all of that there um so that's fascinating um, and they've kept a lot of their old structures just you know for the sake of of you know, preservation and keeping our exactly and keeping our history um yeah. so they they feel like towns um you know we've got our you know you're talking about how what life is in in stavanger we've got our couple sort of pubs, bars, clubs that we all go to. Um, uh, it's easy to do the rounds and do them all, you know. It's, 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 it's not that many. You do um, a pub call, you've done them all on a night out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's yeah, yeah you, you can definitely do that. Um, 
Um, so it's it's all like sort of in in one area. Um, so I mean, it's, it's it's nice, right? You get to meet just about I'd say just about everyone in town um, because we go to all we all go to the same place every weekend. Um, yeah. it's the same area. It's the same couple of clubs, and and you know, the longer you live there, obviously, I moved. Um, once I hit the legal drinking age, so I didn't know that many people, but like a lot of my friends who went to uni there, they really have a, like a community there. Like they yeah. know everyone, they know all the, all the places to, to go and, and they yeah. come across all of their people all the time. It's I just small Googled town vibes. the Vanga, yeah, population 140,000, which is like, yeah, how... yeah, that yeah, is fluctuates between 140, 50 to 165, um, it's that's the fourth biggest city, everybody. <laughs> that's us. Yeah. Nice. What? Um, what? How do you say? Teach us a phrase in in Norwegian. Well, how fluent is your Norwegian? I I assume it's fairly fluent. It's yeah, it is. It is. Okay. How do you say my name is? Um. Yeah, Hessa. Yeah, Yeah, my name is yeah. Okay, nailed it. Keep that in. Yeah. You did. You got it. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. So yeah, Shruti, um, what, what was it like um, if I was to compare, um, you know, like for instance, in Savanger with a small population versus the huge metropolitan cities that you previously lived in or lived in after um, living in mm -hmm. Savanger, um, what was that kind of experience like? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think about this a lot, um, actually, um, I think, um, Firstly, coming from a big city, I mean, I was so young when I was in Singapore that I don't think it really, really impacted me. I think, you know, I cared more about like my friends and yeah. like mm. the, the, you know, the, the environment around my, around me and like um, the international school um, in, in Stavanger was incredible in creating like a community. So I really felt like I was, mm. I was like at home there. Um, mm. And then on top of that, you know, just like acclimatizing to the culture, language, all of that, having a lot of Norwegian friends um, outside of outside of school, like in my neighborhood. Um, so I had a great time. I really, like, I really acclimatized to like the whole pig offense <laughs> lifestyle, small town life. Um, and, and so that was great. Um, I think for me, it was a little too small, you know, like I, you know, I don't mm. know if I mentioned this already, but um, you know, like if you go, you know, as we, as you go older, um, you know, you start to go out and you, you know, you start to do more stuff in like in this, in the city, Stavanger, yeah, in the, in yeah, the little around. town um, <laughs> that we have. Um, and it just, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't big enough. Um, yeah. I think, um, you know, a lot of that came from, you know, having a multicultural background and just wanting to do more. Um, yeah. I wasn't quite ready to, I think like, you know, Norway itself, like, you know, if, you, if you've heard of like our welfare and like the, the quality of life we have there, like it's yeah. impeccable, it's sort of, it's, it's unmatched, right? But I also think like, was I, was I ready for that type of like work-life balance? Like, was I ready to, it, it almost felt like it's a fantastic, like, you know, safe haven to settle down and go back yeah. to, but like, I had a lot more to, to experience and I was really mm. craving like, 
you know, just like a, a, a fast paced lifestyle, like mm. um, living in a city again. And um, I think that's um, a lot of what made me want to uh, want to move. Um, so I always yeah. had London on my mind. And I think secondly, um, um, I wanted to study abroad. Um, I didn't mm. want to um, study in Norway. Um, even though education is free, that would have been great for uh, <laughs> whatever loan payments I'm making now. Um, would have saved a buck. But um, yeah, I just, I, I sort of had it in my head that I was going to do medicine in like, you know, in Oxbridge as, as the, uh, well, as a lot of Indian kids think they're going to do. And like, you know, first of all, finished high school and like that was not going to happen. Um, and, um, but I, I still wanted to go abroad. And so um, just picked, I really didn't know anything about Nottingham. Um, mm. didn't know anything about Nottingham Uni. I was just told by a family friend that like, I wanted to change like the change from like medicine and biomed to like something completely different. Cause I was just not feeling it. Um, yeah. I really made a, like a rash last minute decision to just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Sorry. Um, and <laughs> my, like a family friend helped me sort of make the decision to go into econ and, and, you know, pick, pick my uni. And I ended up last minute, like literally maybe august decided to just change course and oh, wow. before uni started yeah yeah straight up did the whole like you know gave up my place um went to you know the, went through the clearing process and be like clearing, anyone with yeah, a yeah. degree just just take me and it was starting <laughs> a university um and then yeah went to went to uni of knots um moved down there it was definitely i mean it wasn't <laughs> london but like who can <laughs> say from you know the background that I've had that like I've lived in the East Midlands now and I've experienced all of that yeah, um, yeah true. And, you, and you got through at the end right yeah 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 I did uh finally did um you know it's been a been a long journey since but like I guess like the whole reason why I wanted to move out is to sort of experience <coughs> sorry experience like different different things um and and just different ways of life and I've been very lucky to to be able to do that, um, yeah, was, super, super happy with it. Quite a cool experience, and like, I think, um, you know, like as you were saying, as you get to, I don't know, maybe like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, you know, you want to kind of go and maybe explore a bit more, and you think, okay, cool, you know, I've kind of outgrown, you know, my small place, so, you know, I want to kind of go and see the world. Um, but see, now I'm finding as I'm getting older. Because um, I've gone through that phase of cool, I've I've kind of gone and explored mm -hmm. and all the rest of it. Now I'm getting to a place where, and this is one thing that I really, really um, admire about like Nordic countries, right? Um, I'm sure so many other cultures, but like the minimalisticness of, of it, which mm -hmm. probably is one of the reasons why you know you guys are consistently deemed as you know one of the best places to work. Um, like you're saying, work-life balance. Um, you know, the health, the welfare state is, is like phenomenal out there. Like, you know, some of the top five or three in the world, if not, you know, the top year on year. Um, and I'm finding myself like, you know, I'm starting more to, to uh, towards the, the minimalistic side of, of life. Um, you know, just as I'm getting older, I'm like simple contentment. And, and it must be quite fascinating in, in your perspective of, of, you know, life, work, um, you know, and just even your general perspective, having come from, Singapore, Calcutta, you know, massive cosmopolitan, you know, hustle bustle to, to I don't want to get the name, um, I don't want to mispronounce it, but, to, but basically you grew up in Norway, um, which is, you know, like you said, white picket fences, 
like that mm-hmm. such a such a like they're worlds apart right uh yeah um it it really is and i always feel like you know i've maybe that's where sort of like my need for like drastic changes comes from <laughs> i mean i i did spend most of my years living sort of the the small town life um um and you know as as you're older like I've, obviously i've been living in london now like working finance um uh, you know social life is you know it's very easy to fill up your schedule here there's so much to do so many people you meet um but yeah i think i think a lot of people especially coming from scandinavia they i i see this a lot they either either they love it there and they absolutely want to spend the rest of their life there they go to uni they buy a house there they're settled um and they're yeah. about my age um i'm 27 um <laughs> and um or or they they want to you know explore the world and then there's always at the back of their mind there's always like that idea of like i have i have home i'm heading yeah. back yeah. it's a great place to settle down i will have that and um yeah i think in in contrast for me that's something i've never really understood about myself but like i just don't feel like going home uh, <laughs> I, I i don't i just don't i don't have a game plan i prefer my life that way you know yeah, i will okay. go where my job takes me i will go where opportunity takes me i'll go wherever i kind of wherever i want to go um yeah. yeah 100% um and and i guess like you know i have i have scandinavia as like a lovely ideal backup plan um or just like you know whenever i'm tired of this tired of this life i'll i'll head back but like nowhere close to tired of this life i'm not mm-hmm. maybe i should plan for the future more actually but i i'm not i'm not planning into the future um i'm seeing where things take me um and Probably it might be millennial uh, approach yeah, uh, yeah, yeah i guess i guess you would <laughs> it's very interesting and i think that comes across in mentality but i think it also in approach of life because i mean it's a cliche but like a citizen of the world and and mm. like you know you you you're not afraid to enter somewhere new um mm-hmm. because you know you perhaps like if you're able to adapt from singapore to savannah to london uh, well mm-hmm. to nottingham first and then um stockholm to london i guess that builds up within you um if it's fair to say the love like I'm sure I'll figure it out. Um yeah. whereas other people if they've only the world that can be quite challenging. Um Yeah. But so just, just Oh yeah. I I I will I will say one thing and I think this is probably a point I'd like to share because uh, you know it's um likely to be something that a lot of people regardless of background can kind of relate to um and I think it's it's just like when you when you feel like you're you know you don't entirely fit into and you know like you know societal norms um by that i mean you know like um be it diversity be it you know just coming from a different ethnic cultural background it could even be you know gender sexual orientation depending on where you live right like if you don't feel like you entirely fit in there's perhaps something that you've built up over the years that um makes you feel more comfortable being out of your comfort zone mm. like i yeah. i feel a lot more comfortable being in a cosmopolitan city um mm. where there's a bunch of people from yeah. all yeah. over the place i love that um you know can i do i do i actually 
enjoy being in like surrounded by homogeneity i don't know um mm -hmm. and i have an incredible circle since childhood like that you know i don't know how many people can say that they have you know friends since they're four years old um wow I, yeah. I have that back home yeah I have, I have very strong friendships back back home in norway as well but like yeah there's something about like maybe it's a third culture kid thing or there's any any you know in any aspect of your life i think if you've always felt like you're you know in bit of a limbo state with regards to where you belong um yeah. I, I find a, a lot of like comfort in, you know, being an outsider at all. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. No, like, like you said, you know, like this, this kind of limbo, nowhere but everywhere connected to, to no one but everyone. Um, mm. Like, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a nice way to be because, you know, like you said, you know, you relate to anywhere and everywhere, not necessarily, I feel like there's a sense of back home, even though home's always there. Um, you know, you've been mm -hmm. to so many different places in the world um, and lived in, in such diverse and, and such like varied cultural backgrounds, um, working environments, you know, growing up around around literally like a whole host of experiences like Calcutta, which is like sensory overload, right? Like anywhere in India is to, to Norway, which is like, you know, very, very minimalistic, clean, like almost fresh. Um, and India conversely is, is you know, I wouldn't necessarily say fresh in, in you know, in, in certain respects. Right, it's just very, very kind of like hits you all, all, all at once. Um, that's all. But do you, where do you see, um, where do you see kind of the next stage of your life in terms of maybe where you'd want to, where you'd want, or have you thought about, okay, cool, I've experienced Norway, um, you know, Singapore, India. Is there another country or another culture? Uh, Sweden as well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is there another, yeah. another continent culture you know territory that you want to think you know i'm not i'm not experienced that um you know i've got a longing to go and try that out yeah i you know I, I will say for the first time in my life i have like really enjoyed staying put in one city like <laughs> london has nice. my heart um uh, i absolutely love it here i love my people here for like and that's really that's really what sort of makes it so so great but I, I i love the lifestyle here as well like it's as busy as you want it to be it's as sort of you know chill and relaxed as you want it to be you can really make it your own um mm. so yeah i'm not i'm not sure but um i'm, I'm happy to you know stay put i think um I, I think about this a lot like where where would i be going next and i i truly i truly am just going to leave it to to fate um yeah. i'll i'll go wherever i need to go when the time comes uh, i have no no sort of idea um uh, you know or like no sort of like yeah just idea about like where i want to go next but i mean catch me in i don't know tomorrow who knows i got probably <laughs> moved by that i don't know we'll see nice i like that, I like that. yeah just yeah, great approach thank you um my only final question would be um, it sounds like a bit like an interview question, but um, what you've what you shared so far sounds like you really enjoyed it, um, and you kind of thrived off of moving, but also now staying put and, and um, you know, in particular like being highly educated, having done like double masters and stuff. But um, was there one part of life in general or one transition which you found really difficult more than you expected, and then? 
type of typical interview question how did you overcome it yeah. <laughs> like um yeah that, that would just be quite interesting to know um no it's a great question um and honestly the first thing that that comes to mind is just you know the the my attitude now um just embracing like not having a plan and and you know, going with the flow, I think comes from a lot of hard lessons learned when, you know, you have a, you have a very, um, I guess you have a very structured plan and it doesn't, doesn't go to plan. Like I, mm-hmm. um, I really thought I knew if you, you know, asked me even like five years ago, six years ago, I really thought I knew what I'd be, you know, where I'd be, what I'd be doing, what my life was going to look like. And they, you know, it's not at all how it, you know, it's, out. it's not at all how it planned out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, at all. I mean, I didn't know I was going to work where I was going to work. I was going to meet the people I was going to meet. I definitely didn't know I was going to, I mean, after high school, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to make it to uh, <laughs> a uni, <laughs> let alone. And now, like, I'm so happy and, and blessed to be, you know, um, going to all this you know going to work where i do um Mm. that was that was a dream of mine to like it sounds really really this is the really boring side of me but like (laughs) quite like finance like (laughs) um and i and i ended up you know working where i wanted to work and like i don't know how things pan out but um Mm. um it was heartbreaking when i first like had you know, my sights set on, you know, you know, going to school here, living here, you know, doing X, Y, Z, which is also, you know, the family's plan. It wasn't entirely my plan. And then it all sort of going to shit and then um, having to pick up the pieces, not in terms of my life, but actually in terms of my confidence and my my sort of self-worth and self-confidence. And then that's, you know, you, you know, as I did that, I started to let go of all these external things like, Mm. you know, adding value to where I live, what I'm doing, where I'm studying, et cetera, all of that. <clears throat> and just really placing value in like, so corny, but myself and like, the, the company yeah. I keep, that's yeah. all that that's mattered. And now like, I, I feel like if anything, I am the top 1% when it comes to the people I have in my life, like the quality of the people I have. Um, yeah, the, it's, I, and that's what keeps me going. Um, yeah. I would say, I would say, you know, that's sort of the takeaway I've gotten from all of this. My, definitely, Yeah, and well done. Um, <laughs> you mentioned that's not, that, that's not easy. Um, in particular, like, mm. you know, all three of us are obviously of an Indian background and, and all the baggage that sometimes comes with that is not easy to navigate, mm. but also... Mm-hmm. Um, um, all that's fun. So, so nice. No, thank you so. Much. Um, yes, all, all that we need to do is, is to find out how how wrong we uh, truths one life. So, <laughs> um, yeah, if you could please share your 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 three random statements and then um, let us know which was the lie. Yeah. Um, okay. So number one was I went to international schools all my life. Um, number two, um, never been to Spain of all places. And number three was <laughs> that I've never missed a flight in my life. Um, I actually have never missed a flight in my life. Like I oh, really wow. have not missed a flight. 
I don't know how it's happened. I feel like I'll, I'll put it out into the universe incredible. and now I'm going to miss all my flights going forward. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, narrow, narrow misses. And like, I really look like, there are a couple flights where I really was like that asshole that like had like the plane waiting and I walked into yeah, Starbucks. Yeah. Like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, but I managed to make it to all of those flights. Um, Fair, so wow. Far, um, wow. I, uh, actually have uh been to public school in singapore i haven't always been oh, wow. to international schools so i went to like an actual singaporean public school started to learn mandarin mm -hmm. did all of that like i, I that's I, so yeah, cool so, um have not been to international school my whole your life. linguistic abilities must be like insane you've got you've got you know the the languages of like india then like norwegian english you've nailed and like mandarin and I'm like, not nailed Mandarin. I don't remember. I, let me let me correct that <laughs> statement. It would have helped massively, but I cannot remember a single thing. Um, did not retain that. That would have been nice. But yeah, no, it's uh, it does help with the languages for sure. Wow. Incredible. So you have never been to Spain as well. I, never, I mean, Magaluf doesn't count, so <laughs> I'm not counting that as part of Spain. Um, with all the culture but... that's in Magaluf. <laughs> yeah, a lot of which I don't remember. So I mean, there's that. Um, no, never been to Spain. Amazing, amazing. Next on the list, perhaps. Um, yeah, perhaps. Very cool, very cool. Um, but no, I mean, I'm guessing public school in in, in Singapore can't be all that bad. Um, so you so know, we that... had exams in first grade, so you might, you know, I'm just, I'm oh, just putting, wow. you, just wow, putting that, that out that there. Is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exams in first grade. It was very. <laughs> Yeah, it was very that. Um, <laughs> but Incredible. great time. It was a great time. Cool, cool, nice. Um, no, honestly, thank you so much for sharing um, so much. Um, been quite an open book um, today, and, and I think I've certainly enjoyed it. Um, I hope the listeners have too. Um, all that's left for, for us to do is, um, yeah, just to let you and, and let everyone know, I guess, um, if you want to follow more content, um, please visit a passport podcast on all the social channels, um, on Twitter, Instagram, and, and Facebook. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, please let us know. <laughs> um, and, and, um, no, last but not least, thank you so much, Ruti, for, um, for being with us this morning and, um, and sharing, um, your life experiences. Thank you. Thank you so much for being willing to listen to me talk for so long no I really appreciate it this is a great time brilliant great. thanks so much awesome thank you all so much and um, speak soon cheers see ya right. see cheers around. bye